this is Gerald Salenti. It's Thursday, May 27th, 2021. And here are some of today's trends in the news. And the big trend in the news is Saturday, just two days away, big rally to unite for freedom, peace, and just us. Right here in Kingston, New York, in the Crown Garden behind the 1750 Franz Rogan House. We're going to have great speakers, David Knight, Mark Crispin Miller, one person after Patricia Finn, great, great speakers and great music, Smokey Hormel and his great band, they're going to be here, one band after another, great food, wonderful time, and here's the big news. You ready? I am going to make an announcement that I believe can change the world. And it has to do with uniting for freedom, peace, and just us. Because the ones that are ruling our lives are robbing it from us. They suck the joy and beauty out of life. Continue to do it. Things were bad enough before the COVID war came. And now you can see the power trip that they're on. So anyway, it's also going to be streamed live. That's right, on this channel and on Facebook. So if you can't make it, and of course, go to OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com. The more donations we get, the more we can do. On to the market front. Well, here's what's going on. Markets went up again. And, yeah, mixed up, boop, da bop. The end is coming. The end is going to come when inflation keeps going higher. Meantime, gold prices went down a bit, and those uh, cryptos are creeping back up, despite the pressure coming from other countries to knock them down. So where are they going? It's in your Trends Journal, a great article by Gregory Manorino. We did a whole special report in this Trends Journal on the cryptos. So, gold, we're still, you know, we're bullish on it and saying what we're saying, and same with silver, because inflation's going to happen. And looking at some other economic news, Erdogan fires third senior central bank official in two months, because inflation's going up and they don't want to raise interest rates, because the economy's going down. Now, the Turkish lira has fallen 14% against the dollar since March. I'm mentioning this because interest rates are going to play the game in bringing down the American markets as well. And we've been writing a lot about the dollar, where it's going, why it's going, the direction it's going, and what's going to happen with it. And you know one of my top trends for 2021 is China 2021. The 20th century was the American century. <coughs> Excuse me. The 21st century is going to be the Chinese century. That was a COVID cough. And you got it. It went right into the camera. And it, whew, they may ban me from YouTube because you're all going to get the COVID. Anyway, <laughs> China, the 21st century. The yuan is at a three-year high against the dollar. That means that what 
their buying is cheaper because the currency is going up. Yeah, their export, you know, the prices of their exports are higher too, but that's okay because they're only a little bit higher. But the dollar, where is it going to go? We've been writing about it in detail, and this is out of yesterday's Financial Times. All right? Threats to the dollar's hegemony. Right here. We've been saying it, and we're saying when it's going to happen. And what else do we have here? Ah, talking about China, Goldman to tap into China's big savings pool with wealth management venture. And we've been talking about the other people that are doing it as well and how, um, you know, BlackRock, you know, they're one of the biggest gamblers out there. They have more assets than all these groups. All going in China. So all the talk about China and what they're doing to the Ouija people and this and that, it's all bullshit. It's the bottom line that's all anybody's interested in when you're a bankster. My bottom line isn't money, by the way. I want to make that everybody who knows me knows that. Hydrogen-powered train arrives. Ben Davis has been writing high-tech science in the Trends Journal. This is a reality. Follow it. We've been writing about it and writing about it. Where is it going? Oh, again, we don't give investment advices. What we do is we tell you the current events forming future trends, where they're going, what it means, and the strategic opportunities behind it. Showing again that the bigs are getting bigger. Amazon to buy MGM for $6.5 billion. <laughs> what a disgrace. They're taking over everything. The bigs are getting bigger. All the little people of Slavelandia, all we are are workers for them. And if we don't agree with them, we're banned from you know, anything that they own, do, and control. And as you well know, the billionaires got $8 trillion richer during the COVID war. Cheap money, they're buying up everything. But lumber prices are starting to affect apartments. Big story, important because suburban rents are up 4%. The rising cost threatens to cool down the hottest construction sectors since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. Not pandemic, the war. It's not a pandemic. What they're doing is that Overall, U.S. construction business has cooled as a result of sharp declines in demand for many commercial property types like office buildings. No kidding. How long have we been forecasting this? Where is the commercial real estate going? Now, remember, you're seeing these prices going up even as overall construction is going down. Material costs included in new multifamily constructions are up 25 to 30% over the past year, according to CoStar. Moving on to the COVID war, Japan looks to extend COVID-19 emergency. Japanese leaders move to extend a state of emergency in Tokyo and other major cities because of the coronavirus infections. Hmm. On Wednesday, there were more than 4,500 new infections. 
Oh, the infections take, taken with phony PCR tests or putrid, crappy... What's a good R word for it? Rotten. Putrid, crappy, rotten tests by the data. 4,500 out of a population of 126 million people. Right? So far, out of 17 months, 12.3 thousand people died out of 126 million, which is the grand total of 0.0098%. And you're locking down again? Yeah, because you got freaks in charge. No jail sentence urged for Deutsche case. Two former Deutsche Bank traders convicted of manipulating precious metals prices shouldn't go to prison. Federal probation officer recommended. No, you give them a slap on the wrist if you was going seven miles over the speed limit and you were 0.01 over the phony number they gave you of having too many drinks, they handcuff you and take you to jail. It's, it's prosecution to the fullest for we the people of Slavelandia and the big criminals for rigging the markets get a slap on the wrist. And talking about morons, imbeciles, low-life pieces of stupid scum shit. And again, in a country near you. This is from the New Daily, the paper. is yesterday. Victoria will begin a strict seven-day lockdown for midnight Thursday. Why not a strict eight-day lockdown? And why begin it on Thursday? I say do it Friday. Because they're only making this crap up. Crapheads. Little arrogant little boys and girls. And to be equal, bastards and bitches. Sons of bitches, daughters of bastards. You got to be equal. In the past day... We have seen 12 linked new cases, bringing the total number of cases linked to the hotel quarantine breach in South Australia to 26. Sadly, we have one of those people in ICU, and not in a good way. This is acting premier James Merlino, acting piece of shit. 820 deaths. Shithead. No, that's not a curse word. You know what a curse word is? Acting premier. What premier? You're a little piece of political crap. You're a suck up and a bow down. You're part of the corrupt system. Shove the premier up your arse. You gotta be proper. I can't say ass. I gotta say arse. 820 deaths out of 6.7 million people is the grand total, dickhead, of 0.012%. 820 people dead out of 6.7 million over 17 months and the shitheads are locking down the place again. And boy, do the people buy it. For midnight, Victorians will be restricted 
to the now usual reasons to leave home, seeking or giving medical care, essential work, shopping for necessary items, and two hours of exercise a day. I really encourage everyone eligible to get vaccinated, dickhead Merlino said. Why, well, I got to be scumbag, arrogant prick. How about that? Who the f- hell are you to tell people what to do? Hey, I'm the premier. I'm the acting premier. Oh, yeah, little Danny Andrews fell down. Yeah. Did he, was he vaccinated? Did he drink too much? What happened to little Danny? And then they go on. The only reason you're allowed to leave is to get vaccinated. That's the other one. However, Victorians will also be allowed a fifth reason to leave home to get the COVID vaccination. Now, going outside. The meeting of Meta when it comes to outdoor transmissions. A whole line of, lot of bullshit in this, today's New York Times. The bottom line is the CDC said about, anything, about 10% chance would get of getting an outdoor infection of the COVID. But Dr. Nushin Rizani, an epidemiologist at the University of California, said that the results suggested that the share of COVID occurring outdoors was much, quote, much lower than 10%. Our main point, people should spend time outdoors Hey, wait a minute. Little dickhead premier's telling everybody to stay home. Enjoy nature and be active. No, little scumbag asshole. Premier, acting premier says stay home. Being outdoors is essentially the best ventilation one could ever imagine as particles have the space to infinitely dilute. You know what they're saying it is? What Rosani and her colleagues use the phrase, less than 10%, it was instead a literal description, blah, 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 blah. Most studies in the review found the share of getting the virus outside is below 1%. All right? And these people have destroyed, destroyed life. Remember that little gruesome newsome, another little scum telling people and everywhere, little dickhead Murphy over there, it, it, another arrogant little shit in Jersey telling people not to go to the beach, moron de Blasio co- closing down Coney Island. And they're telling no, the data's right there. They made this stuff up. They're power-hungry freaks. And the people follow the crap. Nova Scotia participating in national conversations on vaccine passports. Nova Scotia, 72 deaths. It comes out to 0.0073% of the people. 87% of the virus deaths are over 70 67% are over 80, and guess what? According to a recent poll by Angus Reid Institute, 79% of Canadian, uh, Nova Scotians 
support the idea of vaccine passports, while 76% said they think they should also be used for those who want to go to the States. The Angus Reid study found a small majority of Canadians also favor a vaccine passport for domestic use. All right? Same way they march off to Mussolini, salute Stalin and Heil Hitler. They want mandatory vaccine passports. Guess what? Putin, mandatory vaccine inappropriate and can't be introduced in Russia. Wow, those commies. How dare they give the people the freedom? You got to get one here. You can't go to 365 colleges in America. Vaccine to young people who aren't dying from this thing. Asymptomatic. Get it, don't even know they had it. You know how many people got vaccinated in Russia so far? Fully? 11.2 million. Out of 146 million people, 50% of Americans totally vaccinated. Here we go. Half of Americans fully vaccinated. To show you the stupidity, morons, imbeciles, and low-life pieces of stupid crap that are running and ruining our lives, this is from the Washington Post today. Ibuprofen and ulcers, where Representative Debbie Dingle's emergency surgery can teach us. She's the wife of John Dingleberry, Another guy that sucked off the public tit for almost 60 years. And now she moves into the slot. Hey, my old man was running the show. Now I'm doing it. Again, it's one big club and you ain't in it. As George Collins said. Anyway, the Dingleberry story. When Representative Debbie Dingle Barry, woke up at 3 a.m. on Friday with intense abdominal pain, she initially thought it was just a bad bout of gas. Yeah, because that's all that's shooting out of the politician's mouth anyway. Just gas right up the ass and out of their mouth. And the people swallow it. She tried moving around, drinking water, running a hot bath, and taking gas X and Tylenol, but nothing worked. I was just on fire, Dingle said in a telephone interview. I could barely walk, it hurt so much. Within hours of arriving at George Washington University Hospital later that day, Dingle was rushing to emergency surgery. The reason? A perforated ulcer. Probably caused by her prolonged use of over-the-counter pain reliever found in many people's medicines cabinets. Motrin and ibuprofen. You ready for this? This is the crap heads. I just read the one from Australia. They're all around the world. Arrogant crap heads. Quote, we think if we're taking over-the-counter medicine and we're not feeling anything, we're okay, said Dingle. What do you mean we think? How about shitheads think? How about stupid people think? How about imbeciles and morons think? Don't you say we think. Oh, that's what I forgot. They're our representative. They think for us. She goes on to say, she'd been using high doses 
of Motrin earlier this year. Taking pain relievers such as Advil, Motrin, Aleve, or aspirin, also known as non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, NSAIDs, is one of the most common causes of ulcers, experts say. But there's a real education gap among members of the public that potentially serious side effects of these medications, says the director of gastroenterology, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, a real education gap. It gets better here. Dingle said she was regularly downing 800 milligrams morning and night. The doctors warned me, she said. They told me I was that taking it for this long, they wanted me to watch closely. I thought I was invincible. You got it? Shows you the arrogance of dingleberries and all of them. They're invincible. We're just little pieces of crap. That shows you how sick they are to say something like this. They're power-hungry freaks. Got it? Dingle, a self-described junk food queen and diet coke addict, these are quotes, who typically drinks 10 to 12 bottles a day, Junk food queen, invincible, and drinks 10 to 12 bottles of Diet Coke a day. These are the people running and ruining our lives in a country near you. And Purdue Farmers Restructuring is closer as to a vote by plaintiffs. A federal bankruptcy judge in New York indicated yesterday that it would permit Purdue Farmers' proposal to remake itself a nonprofit company <sighs> to be put to a vote by thousands of plaintiffs who have sued the company, the maker of Oxycontin, to help pay for the terrible costs, more than 600,000 claimants. Ah. Uh, they aggressively marketed its prescription opiate, Oxycontin, as a non-addictive painkiller and as a result contributed to hundreds of thousands of opiate-related overdose deaths, including my dear niece. The drug dealers are in charge. What does it say here from this out of the New York Times? As a result, contributed to hundreds of thousands of opiate-related overdoses of death, marketed its prescription opiate Oxycontin as non-addictive painkiller. And the fraud and drug administration lets it happen. The drug dealers are in charge. Bill to de decriminalize marijuana advances. This is in... Uh, Louisiana. I mention it. They put how many people in jail? Millions and millions of people in jail for getting high on something grown by nature. But billionaires become trillionaires, their companies become, selling drugs, and that's okay. And now Facebook will stop banning claims that COVID-19 is man-made. Isn't that great? And you read the language. 
In light of ongoing investigations into the origin of COVID-19 and the consultation with public health experts, we will no longer remove the claim that COVID-19 is man-made from our apps. Spokesperson told Politico on Wednesday. All right, we got dick, moron, little, arrogant pieces of shit running our lives. And pieces of shit isn't a curse word. It's not profanity. It perfectly describes who they are. Profanity of dignitaries, health experts, honorables. That, those are curse words. And what else do we have? $3 billion of taxpayer money used on ad campaign to increase vaccine uptake, Dr. Mercola, for the drug dealers. And we've got a lot more here. I can't go into it all so much, but just this one. Americans vaccinated against the coronavirus will likely need a booster shot to ensure they remain protected, but exactly when still remains unclear, Dr. Anthony Fraud Fauci said yesterday, quote, I don't anticipate that the durability of the vaccine protection is going to be infinite. It's just not. So I would imagine we will need at some time a booster. And we're figuring out that right now and what the interval is going to be. You got it. Dingleberry getting, taking all the over-counter stuff, eating junk food, people getting vaccinated, Oxycontin. The drug dealers are in charge. It's a drug cartel. Big Pharma, F you. It's not Big Pharma. It's the opiate thing, big fraud, big killers, big murderers. But they won't do any time. No. But if you got high and smoking a joint, that's against the law. So those are some of today's trends in the news. We've got a lot more. They'll be in your Trends Journal. Again, the Trends Journal this week, another 140-pager. Great magazine. And again, join us Saturday to unite for freedom, peace, and justice. Look at the freaks that are running and ruling our lives. This Saturday, Kingston, New York, 3 p.m., and we're going to live stream it if you can't make it on this channel and Facebook channel, Gerald Salenti. And you go to OccupyPeace.com for more of the information. And if you want to donate, please do. The more money we get, the more we could do. I'm fighting. Can't win this battle on my own, man. I'm one old cat, you know? We got to join. We have to unite for freedom, peace, and justice. And major announcement coming up this Saturday at the rally that I believe with all my heart and all my soul can change the world. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the News. The COVID-19 war has changed the world, but who's prepared? What's next? It's in your Trends Journal. Trends Journal subscribers are prepared. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens from the world leader in trend forecasting.